You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Rebecca Charwood. This is the podcast where we watch all the dang movies that dudes of dang told us to dang see. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> and we are solo today. Yes, it's just the two of us, baby, and I'm so excited. Me too. Just back to our roots, baby. I mean, we're in a different studio today. We're in our big studio. Yes, the Um, big studio at DM Podcast. It's beautiful. It's all lit up very nice, but we're not recording it at all because we've both had breakouts today and we're not feeling it. (laughs) Someone ate too much KFC on the weekend (laughs) and now they've got a little pimple beard. (laughs) Dead set. Like I woke up and I was like, there's just more and more <laughs> just on the chin. Anyway, I sorry, looked, a I, gross visual to start the bar. No, I, um, I, I have got a bit of a like hidden pimple beard at the moment that only <sighs> really shows when I stand in direct sunlight. But it's one of those, you know, like when you get under a, one of those lamps at a beautician yes. and it really shows. Yeah, and, and they're like, driving. now you want to spend $900. And yes. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do, Samantha. Please, Please. save me. <laughs> so now I'm just not going out in sunlight. Don't. It's winter. Yeah. It's useless. It's useless anyway. <laughs> How are you, my love? I'm good. I'm good. I um just got some Taylor Swift tickets. Woo! Woo! Okay. What the fuck? How did this happen? You said it was a 12-hour journey. Pretty much. <gasps> yeah. So I, I, like every dang fool, got on at 10 a.m. <sighs> when the pre-sales opened. Yeah praying to yep. get through and I waited for two and a half hours and so when you say you waited do you mean you're just refreshing for two and a half hours the page or? does it for you oh. so you just sit there and you just have to watch the screen and it's just like moving you up in a queue or something it's randomized what yeah because they were like if we have a queue people are just gonna get on at like days 24 before. hours yeah. beforehand and okay. just wait and they're like we just have to randomize it to make it fair right i didn't realize that was the system yeah so you're literally just sitting staring at you you've goddamn oh my god just waiting just waiting and then i had to go i was going in with um comedian frankie rose thorn is also a swifty we're going together nice and so we were just like sitting at our laptops just messing each other being like did you get through did you get through did you get through oh, i'm getting chills this is way too anxious <laughs> I literally was like, if I had to pee, I like sprinted to the bathroom and then like sprinted back because I didn't want to unplug the charge of the laptop. I was like, what if it magically just runs Turns out of power in three seconds? <laughs> smart, smart. And so then I got it got to two and a half hours and I had to go record another podcast. And I was like, I just have to give up. Shit. And so I gently closed the laptop and I had a bit of a cry because I was like, I'm never going to see it. Oh, my God. No, that is devastating. Yeah. And then so – Frankie stayed on, but she didn't hear it like all day. She's like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then we got the notification that it was sold out and I cried again. Okay, so you had the second cry. Yep. 
Because she's not going to do a tour like this, I don't think, ever again. Yeah. It's quite interesting how it's happened and what she's chosen to do. Like mm. only going to Sydney and Melbourne. Or like, like I totally get it. Yeah. It's an insane tour. The show is three hours long. Yes. Like the that poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> She's built different. Yeah. She's built bloody different. So I get, and it's not only Australia she's going to, she's doing the fucking world. So, but like, so interesting that she's only doing Sydney and Melbourne mm. and potentially not going to be doing another tour like this ever again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The stakes yeah. are too high. It's too high. The stakes are way too high. To miss. And so um, it got to like, I go to music trivia, I'm in the car and I can't even listen to her music because yeah. I'm so upset about what she's done to me personally and no one else in Australia. Yeah, you're grieving. <laughs> Rebecca Charwood has been slighted. Exactly. I get the message, comes up as I'm driving and Frankie goes, I got them. Oh my God. And I was like, what? What was that moment like? Okay, I pulled over. And I was just came. immediately <laughs> came. I came on the spot, and I'm like, what am I, "How did she get them?" And she sends a voice note because she knows times of the essence. Yes. She's a smart woman. <laughs> and so this is the anyway. A very convoluted way is that her friend who was in Melbourne who had multiple browsers open, some reason at six p.m. it let them through both, bra- both oh, browsers. Wow. Okay. And so he got his tickets, and then he called Frankie and was like, "Quick, I have literally five minutes." <gasps> I just get constantly in chills right now. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's so exciting. Because it's literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. It literally, potentially. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I don't know. It'll like, be a twice in a lifetime opportunity. I don't think she's going to, because last time she was here, I think it was like 2016, even. Is it that long? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Last time she came was here when Reputation came out, which I think was here 2016. This is a whole new generation of people who yeah. are now adults and able to go yeah. to see her since then. Yeah, fuck. Mm. It's big. It's big. And you're going, baby. And I'm going. And look, have I paid a lot of money? Have you potentially? Three times more than my original <laughs> budget. <laughs> Ooh, worth but, it. Uh, worth you know it. what? I'm going to say the number. I want you to censor it out because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't want to ask because, you know, okay. I just want your reaction left For in. one ticket, it cost you. A <laughs> hundred and I think it was $27. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. it. We're in the A reserve though. We're in oh. the A reserve. So we we'll smell very a sweat. Close. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's worth <laughs> I'll believe that. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a lot. Can you, I mean, could you farm out to the family for early Christmas presents? Surely that's what I do when I have big purchases. I'm like, who wants to pay for this as an early Christmas present? Like I had money saved, thank okay. God. Um, but, hey, if anyone wants to sign up to the Patreon, <laughs> now would be a great time. Dollars of Taylor Swift tickets to pay off. I'll bleep that too. <laughs> Anyway, so that's how I am. Uh, that's, are, you? are you riding high? I'm, I just, what a day. I woke up smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's fantastic. I'm well, thank you. Not as exciting of a week for me, but. I did, hey, I, less expensive of a week, I imagine. Yes, yes, that is true. That is very true. And um, had a lackluster gig last night. So we're having very different weeks this week. <laughs> I had I had a lackluster gig this week. Where it's nice it? to have them every now and again. Yeah. Just to really be like, oh, yeah, I do need to really prepare. 
Yeah, you're like, why did I need to leave the house? I didn't <laughs> That was a mistake. That was silly. <laughs> okay. All right. So for our first little hang together in quite a while, yes, we've decided to embark on another movie that we're very excited for and we know yes. we're going to love. Yes. We are doing part two of the Cornetto Trilogy it's called Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, baby. I'm so, I'm so happy we chose to do this this week. It's been a slog recently. <laughs> I watched it like four days ago because oh, I was just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ne- usually I watch it like the minute the before I need up. to leave for yeah. the studio. But this one you actually were like, I'm going to enjoy this movie. Yeah. I'm going to make it a movie watching experience. Yes. Fuck yeah. Had you seen Shaun of the Dead before? No, mm. but I'd seen like clips of it and I was like, I know I would like this. Yeah. I know it's like a little gorish, a little spooky, but silly. But silly. Yeah, cool. Had you seen it before? Yeah, but not for years. So I definitely like on this rewatch saw stuff that I'd missed before or forgotten and yeah, it hasn't been for years. So I was really excited to jump back into this one to our beautiful Simon Pegg. Oh, my God. But playing a different role. Playing a very different role. Shall we jump in? Let's jump in. All right. Do you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mum. Oh, have you ever felt that you're turning into something in the world? A zombie. Maybe you're not alone. They said. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Oh! Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl Lizzie? <sighs> because I love her. All right, gay. Okay. <laughs> something! Wait there. Uh, hold it there. I'm coming! Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright, 2004. A romantic comedy with zombies. <gasps> Sean lives a supremely uneventful life, which revolves around his girlfriend, his mother, and above all, his local pub. The gentle routine is threatened when the dead return to life and make strenuous attempts to snack on ordinary Londoners. <laughs> that's cute. Okay, that's dead set a perfect That's setup. lovely. I love strenuous attempts to snack on ordinary Londoners. What a great sentence. Yes. Well done, yes. whoever that was. Whoever wrote that, thank you. Um, but if anyone hasn't seen Shaun of the Dead, Beck, it, how would you describe it in your own words? Okay, a great time. <sighs> hey, just isn't it? Don't hold back. What are mm. you doing? Just dive in. Just get in there. To a tasty, fun time. Mm. It's got everything. It does. It has romance. It has drama. It has a fraught mother-son relationship. <gasps> Love. A fraught step-parent relationship step-parent too. Really. Oh, right. Uh, which if you've seen my stand-up recently, <laughs> something that I like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's got friendship. Yep. Yeah. It's got everything you possibly want in a film and it's just it's well written. Mm. It's about a, a just a guy, it's a regular dude, just living an average life, but then he doesn't have an average heart. 
Oh, yeah, that's nice. And he uses that above average heart <laughs> to whack a bunch of zombies in the head yeah. and protect the people around him. Yeah. So good. Fucking, I fucking love this movie. I fucking loved it too. What a great time. <laughs> Did you like this more than Hot Fuzz? What's your favorite oh. out of this or Hot Fuzz? Okay, I'll be honest. I preferred Hot Fuzz. Interesting. Okay. I thought Hot Fuzz was a bit snappier. Sure. And I also liked the dynamic more between Nicholas Angel and Danny mm-hmm. because I liked that they one of them was like very in capable control. and yeah. in control and the other one was a bit of a mess. The dynamic I didn't love as – I still loved it, but I didn't love it as much that they were both dum-dums. They were both, yeah, the We've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. What about you? I th- – I laughed out loud way more in Shaun of the Dead. Okay. So that's – I'm just going to say I like Shaun of the Dead more. But if I was to really think about it, I think Hot Fuzz is a better movie. Yes. But enjoyment-wise, I just – God, there's just something about Shaun of the Dead that just like – oh, Just so many silly vignettes. So many silly vignettes. And, again, the cameos are out of this world. Yeah. Oh, actually, I didn't pick up on any cameos in this. Oh, I did. Tell me more. Tell right. me more. Let's, let's get through the little cameos. Of course, Bill Nye. Of course. He's back. He's playing the stepdad. So funny. So good. Um, and then we have Dylan Morin plays the best friend who's secretly oh. in love with his girlfriend. Yes. Dylan Morin's girlfriend is played by Pam from The Office. I think Martin Freeman's in it very briefly. Oh, he is. You know when they Oh yeah, when they have the meet up to the two families. Yes. Yeah, the two groups. They have the duplicate teams yes. and they cross over. And they had also the guy from Little Britain in there. Yes, Matt Lucas, I think his name yes. is. I, I wrote them down. So her crew is Martin Freeman, some dude, I don't know. Fran from Black Books, which is really cute because Dylan Moran's in it. Okay. He's from Black Books. The lady, oh, the Woman from Alan Partridge, who is the pub owner in Hot Fuzz. She was one of that crew. And then Matt Lucas from Little Britain. And there was a few others, I'm sure, throughout, but they were like the main ones that I just got really excited for because it's so cute because like Dylan Warren's in this one and then Bill Bailey's in Hot Fuzz and they're a duo. Like he keeps finding these like these duos from like British comedy and splitting them up and putting them in really cool like dynamics together. I love it. So cool. I love it. Where to start? Where to start? I mean, gosh, okay. Where do we put the gush? Where do I gush oh, okay. to? Let's just start with some favourite moments. Okay. What are some of your favourite moments? I love I just something I picked up on because we're going to do The World's End next week, right? Yes, <sighs> we have to. We I have love, to complete the trilogy. I'm so excited. I love that they're all – all three movies are very much centred around the local pub. Yes. Ugh. I just wanted to shout that out. I think that's an excellent – I just love it. It's very so British but not – it's not forced down your throat. Like I, I only just realized kind of thing. So mm. it's not being like, here, it's all about pubs. Like, but the centerpiece in every film is the local pub. And I just love yeah, that. Yeah, it's pub culture, which made, like, made me wonder. It's like, did this movie do as well in the US? Because they don't have True. pubs over there. And people wonder, it's like, what, you Australians and you Brits drink so much. And yeah. it's like, because the community is centered around the pub. Cool this is. This is so nice. Yeah. Why would you not want this? Yeah. You guys have bars. Ugh. Yuck. Yeah, sports bars, that's probably their Ugh. their version. No, a pub's different. A pub's special. A pub's very special. A pub's special. been there for hundreds of years. Yeah, exactly. It's not brightly lit inside. It yeah. smells dank. It's that's haunted cool. by the ghosts of good nights. Ugh, I love those ghosts. You're going to be haunted by a fun ghost in a sports bar? Ew. That no. was constructed 10 years ago. He's going to grope of, your ass. Inside a mini mall? Yeah. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> 
I also love, okay, so this is a zombie movie. Yes. Which I think is so funny because it came out in 2009, which was like peak zombie media time. Yeah, I thought it was 2004. Four, sorry. Did I say nine? Nine is when oh, we watched another zombie movie in 2009. Okay. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. What was it? Zombieland? Yes. 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 Here we go. Yeah, so the, the 2000s were the decade. Yes. This of zombie media. Off the zombie craze. Yeah. And I absolutely love that in this movie, and I have to think this was on purpose, Eggerite didn't make Sean wake up in a hospital and suddenly everything's deserted. You know, like that's always the way that these zombie shows start. If someone yes. wakes up in a hospital and everything's flights are flickering and they're like, what's going on? And they, they roam the streets and kind of thing. I love that when the infection starts, Sean has no concept that it's happening around him. No idea. <laughs> he lives several days of his life without realising. That everyone around him is dead. <laughs> I just loved that. Like way to like just kick a trope in its butthole. Like this guy is so stupid that mm. the infection is literally starting around him and he's not <laughs> noticing. Love it. Because also it's like there are a bunch of people who don't watch the news. Like Yeah, yes. Yeah, true. Like last night uh, Skip did a gig where he mentioned the submarine. It's hard not to. <laughs> it's hard not to. And he's like half the audience looked confused and it blew my mind because it's like <gasps> whoa everyone knows how do you not and then he's like there's some people that just don't that just don't know don't look yeah they don't know well like yeah my dad for example he's not on social media i'm sure he watches the news but he's not like like finger on the pulse type guy mm. i'm sure if i asked him do you know about the submarine he might not yeah and he might be like oh they mentioned it for two seconds yeah and therefore week. if we were to have an apocalypse if i was like hey dad did you hear about the apocalypse he'd be like no I like, what are yet. you talking about? I would have heard about it. I'm very up to date on everything. I watch a current affair. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best shows. It's one of the best. So, yeah, I love those two elements of it. What, what, what were some of your favourites? Oh, I love the um, little moment where Danny and what's the main character's name? Sean. Is his name Danny in this as well? Oh. Oh, oh, what's Nick Frost's name? Probably. <laughs> Probably. That would be great if it is. <laughs> be great if he's just always Danny. Ed. It's Ed. Ed. Sean and Ed. Beautiful, love it. They first meet the zombies and they're trying to kill them by throwing records at them. And it's doing nothing, <laughs> but they're convinced. <laughs> it's like, just pick up something. The fact that then they're going through. I love it. And being like, don't throw it. No, that one's an original press. Like They're fully, like crouching over a milk crate, fingering through their vinyls like two fucking wankers at yes. a record store while zombies are approaching them. Like beautiful, just mm. a beautiful sequence. Like, I'm obsessed with Edgar Wright. He's so good. He's so good. I don't know if you guys know, but Edgar Wright is really good at making films. You should, people should know about him. Mm, heard it Does he best. have a following? I, mean, I don't know. We should, we should platform him. <laughs> we'll get we him on. We should get him on. We should get him on. He'd be so honoured to have an opportunity <laughs> to finally talk about his movies. Uh, I also loved that Edgar Wright, like, presented this film from – minute dot like from the first second as he knows that we know it's a zombie film mm. obviously like that's it's in the name all of the marketing yeah. and stuff and I just really loved similar to how like Sean didn't realize that the infection is happening I love all the little like little easter eggs and little moments that he puts in just teasing that it's on its way like the woman falling over at the bus stop and mm. Sean's just like what's happening he doesn't still really notice until 24 hours later but I just love that he like Edgarite treats the audience like we're fucking smart. 
and we get yes. it. He's not like we're he, one step ahead. Yeah, and I really, I really enjoyed that. I felt like included in the film, which as we've experienced recently, I feel very excluded from a lot of films. So yeah. I was just really, I just loved that element as well. Yeah. Okay, I want to marry Edgar Wright. Okay, I'm sorry. do it. You should do it. Okay. I think he's pretty hot. I yes, I something tells me we're gonna get a thousand messages being like he's cancelled as fuck babe and we're like oh no sorry everyone no whoopsie this i still stand by my theory from the from hot fuzz app is that like he's the good version of a quentin tarantino so i really need him not to be cancelled need him to be good come on (laughs) also Um, as well i like how like with the little reveals he slowly does of the mm. zombies a lot of them are funny and then if they are like a bit of a jump scare, the character's reaction to it is funny. Yes. Like when Sean's down in the basement of the pub and he flicks on the light and he sees all the zombies at the door (laughs) and then he just turns off the light and slowly turns away. Look, I feel like this is just good. Well, this is just a love fest for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we deserve a love fest episode. We deserve a love fest. Yeah. I'm obsessed with how much Sean and Ed are both just like fucking disgusting gross dudes in a disgusting gross dude house. Yeah. I think that was really genuine and really like you just know that house smells. Oh, yeah. And they hate the clean house, mate. They're like, fuck you. You want things to – do you want there to be a system? (laughs) We can't use all your things in our grubby, shitty ways. Perfect, just so good. And he's like, he looks like fifty years old. Poor man, yes. <laughs> living with these two losers. Uh, <sighs> what did you think about the love story? Oh yes, I, I, I really liked it. Mm. I liked that. Um, it surprised me. I didn't expect him to kind of come good at the end. I really yes. thought he would just, and he kind of did, just still bumble his way through defeating the zombies, but. He he almost became capable. Well, he did become capable, but he was still like interesting and nuanced and stuff. But I knew that she'd end up getting back with him. Like that's just kind of like what happens in these films. And I like that I agreed that she should. Mm. They've presented his character and his character's arc and his character's growth in a way that felt one real and two was like, yeah, I, I believe that she should get back with him. I think yes. he's done the right things and he's made it up to her and yeah. good for them. What yes. did you think? I really, I at first was a bit annoyed because it was kind of tropey yeah. of like, come on, but I, I know he's a piece of shit and he <laughs> forgets your anniversary and he doesn't know very basic facts about you. Apparently you're the love of his life though. Yeah. I was like, ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> Only ever going to the Winchester, like never hanging out at restaurants or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Calling the fancy place the fa- place that does all the fish. All the fish. But then when he opens the ad, it just says the place a lot of his. I was like, okay, well done. Uh, um, but then at the end when he really does like show that it's like it's because he has a strong heart because mm. he's loyal and that is something that is very valuable. Yeah, and he does care. Mm. He just needed a little apocalyptic kick up the bum. <laughs> he just needed the world to end. <laughs> For him to really show how much he cares. <laughs> Again, I got really horny over Edgar Wright's transition sequences again. Just like so good the way he goes from scene to scene. It's just so nice to watch a movie I really like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Hey, can we just get like a bunch of recommendations of movies that that 
dudes have recommended, but you actually ended up really liking them. That's a nice angle. I like that. We'll start a new list. We've done, yeah, we've done a lot (laughs) that we're like, that are triggering and awful and strenuous and the conversation has been hard. Yeah. We, we know sometimes dudes get it right and we would love to know of about course, those times. Of course dudes yeah. get it right Into sometimes. the DMs, get into the DMs. <laughs> Tell you what else Edgar Wright got right in this film oh. is making Nick Frost drink plain milk from the bottle. Oh, God, that was so gross. <laughs> Perfect. He yeah. gets it. So he gets he it. He knows. He knows. Of that course that guy would drink plain milk from the bottle. Yucky boys drink milk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, another cameo. His mum is played by the lady from Ricky Gervais's Afterlife. She's in that oh. show. So that's cute. She was great. She was cool. I got so sad when she, spoilers, died. Yeah, that was that was really well done. Yeah. Like at the end it really took a turn of getting like it's been like so silly and the zombies are like easily tricked. And yeah, like, yeah. It's answering his phone when he's about to get eaten. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, he has to shoot his own mom in the face. Oh, my God. That, like, I also enjoy this movie because it's comedy, but the stakes are always very low. Like you yes. said, the, the, zombie, the zombies are easily tricked. Mm-hmm. They're also very slow, which I really enjoyed in this film. Yeah, As opposed to other zombie movies where they're fucking fast and really stressful. No. <laughs> I think it's funnier if they're yeah. not like, rah, 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 like in Zombieland and whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. Also to me, I'm like, slower zombies make sense. Mm. Yeah, they're dying. Mm. They're literally decomposing. It yeah. makes sense to be slow. And even though there's a virus that's taken over their body, it's like, it's going to take time to yes. figure out how to use that thing. How to re- <laughs> I'm still figuring out how to use this thing. <laughs> I've been here 29 years. <laughs> yeah, so the stakes are quite low throughout the film, even though stressful moments happen. But, like, yeah, once the mum, we saw that the mum was bit, and that he'd have to fucking shoot her. Like, I think it's so smart of Edgar Wright to put an actually quite a real situation in just to really break it up and bring us back to like, oh, shit. Mm. But there's part of me that's like he should not have had to shoot her. I think Dylan Morin should have shot her. No, I think it was like (gasps) really because I was like if someone's going to shoot because if he let Dylan Morin shoot his mum, it's like he would instantly He's want to kill Dylan Morin. Dylan Morin. Morin true. Yes, that's always that's always between them. Yeah, that's true, and that's what makes him so brave. He is so brave that it's like he knows that it's like I'll end up killing this other man. Yeah, if I let him kill my mum. But then. He's going to turn that, potentially turn that anger in on himself. Yes. Such a risk. That's his burn to bear. So brave. So brave. Also, like the little detail of her, like masking her injury with a tissue in the sleeve. Oh my God, I did not even put that together. It's uh, like, it's like, <gasps> oh, Edgar Wright hangs out with his mum. He hangs yes. out with the older relatives in his life. I didn't even put that together that it's no her tissue, tissue in the sleeve. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love this man. I love this man. Oh, that was so cute. Oh, okay. Just a couple more moments I really yes. did like. Yes. When he's talking to his mum in the kitchen and he's trying to convince her not to bring the stepdad with them because he's been bitten. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> cackling. The, the hijinks of it all. And he says to her, did you know, on several occasions he touched me. And she whips around and just stares at him. And he goes, oh, I wasn't true. I shouldn't have said that. I was crying. 
I don't know why I just found that so fucking so funny. So funny. Because <laughs> he's desperate. He's just improving. Yeah, he's just improv- He's just throwing out suggestions. <laughs> but it's such a sweet moment where he's like, sorry, mum, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And she also, you can tell, it's like, she knows. She knows he's not, she knows his lie. Yeah. And also the fact that there's no, like, he's so, it's a life or death situation. Yeah. And the other two people have no idea. I think that's what's so great in, in this movie is that Everything is a life or death situation, but they there's so many moments where they treat it not like that. Yes. Like sifting through the through the vinyls and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Really just taking shit really slowly where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I also like that they like it was very real of like a family fight yeah. where he's like, We're not bringing him. You can't bring him. And then like He's not my dad. He's not my dad. He's not coming in the car. Next second he's in the he's car. In the car. <laughs> he's in the car. And just the like the whole like him keep saying he's not my dad, and then we learn that he's been in the guy's life since he was eleven. <laughs> since he was eleven years old, yes. like dude, he's your fucking dad. He's, he's <laughs> definitely your dad. Poor Bill Nye. Oh, and that beautiful speech he gave him in the car. Oh it- my god! Before he turned into a zombie. zombie. Just like I just wanted to be the someone for you to look up to. Oh fuck! Yeah. No. Also, definitely raising unrealistic expectations for step parents. Step parents. <laughs> someone who's had a few. Not an accurate representation, Edgar. Oh, <laughs> I don't say things like that very often. But have you ever cradled their head as they are dying from a zombie bite? You know, some of them I would dream of cradling <laughs> their head while they pass away. <laughs> So having been put in that situation, maybe they might come out. I wouldn't have let them speak. I would have (laughs) put a hand over and been like, you go faster. (laughs) I need everyone to know these stepparents are not part of my life anymore. anymore. (laughs) And there's very good reasons for that. (laughs) Very bad people. Okay. I think the dynamic of. Angel and Danny yes. in Hot Fuzz is a more a stronger dynamic yes. than this one. But I do love their adorable little friendship moments that they have throughout this film, especially when they're in the pub at the end, they've locked themselves in. And someone calls Ed Sean's boyfriend to Sean. And then Sean goes, he's not my boyfriend. And then Ed hands him a lager and he's like, might be a bit warm, the coolers are off. And then Sean goes, thanks, babe, and gives him a little <laughs> wink. <laughs> so cute. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you think you would go in a zombie apocalypse? Thank you so much for asking. Like every millennial, this is something I have considered. Yes, we've quite had to. A lot. We were for- <laughs> so much media of it was forced upon us Fine. in our formative years <laughs> that we were like, this is something we really have to consider. Do we have to worry? Is this the new quicksand? <laughs> um i think i would be good i think i'm i think i'm good in a crisis like i'm a very angsty anxious person in general life but i've definitely found over the years that when something actually fucking happens and shit goes down i can pull it together and just like push my anxiety down and then have a nervous breakdown later but Mm. i think i'm really good in a crisis so i think i would really be good at keeping my cool and just like thinking logically and rationally you would and also you you run so you're like fit and ready i jog so i could jog away from them hey that's more than i do look if it's the zombies from this movie i'm sweet oh yes you're fine (laughs) i'm fine you'll be fine how do you think you would go (laughs) (laughs) um, i think you'd be great no 
they they it would I would be um entertaining, I think. I think you would come up with a lot of ideas, like left of field ideas, out of the box ideas that other people I'm assuming we were in the same survivors group. Yes, yes, yes. Um that other people in our group wouldn't come up. Like I think you'd think outside of the box, whereas I would be thinking very much inside the box. Mm. You'd be like, but what if we climb up that roof? And I'd be like, yeah. fuck, I didn't even think of the roof. What if that? Yeah. And then we climb up, there's more zombies. On. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think ahead to what would be on the roof. I just thought it would be cool and instinct. I had a creative instinct. Yes. Yeah, so Sue we, me. Our powers combined. <laughs> Although we're surviving this apocalypse. There is one thing, though, that I think would really work against me. As, have you ever seen me um, react to f- fear? Like if there's been a big bug or someone. I don't know is, if I have. It's like, I'm very glad because <laughs> that's how you still respect me. Um, <laughs> because Skip has... <laughs> Describe my fight and flight reaction as non-existent. He's like, your first mode is cower, cower in fear. Like I will, if something scares me, I will fall on the ground. I will, I've definitely never seen this. I freeze and I go down. I go down to the ground. He's like, it's, he's like, I love you, but it's pathetic to see. He's like, I'll always protect you, but God, you need to work on that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So embarrassing. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I didn't know you cower. See, this is the I'm 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 an extrovert <laughs> until I get spooked. Don't spook her. Don't spook her. You'll see her literally go into she, gravity becomes too strong and she goes down. Isn't there an animal that does that? It's like when, when oh, it, fainting goats. Yes. <laughs> I'm like one of those goats. When presented with danger. Just. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. No, that's good to know. We need to know each other's strengths and weaknesses before we enter this. Yes. So I'll be great. Just make sure nothing scares (laughs) me in the zombie apocalypse. Make sure nothing pops out. Otherwise, I'll be useless. You'll just have to leave me behind. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I wouldn't do well with my good in a crisis organizational skills because the internet will be down and I won't have access to Google Docs. Oh, my God. How the fuck am I meant to organize anything without my Google Docs? So That's true. Actually, I'll, I'll just be – I'll be eaten on day one. I think you'll still – I think you'd do well, though. Yeah? Like a – like – Thank you. Neither of us are survivalists. Of course not. We're not the people from the TV show alone, no. okay, who will – Oh, they're going to yeah. do fine. They'll be fine. They just go to the most isolated spot and they'll just live there they're happily. Like, this is my happy place anyway. Eating lizard gizzards. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Sean is the epitome of good in a crisis. Yes. Like, he's the epitome of like you wouldn't assume he would be good in a crisis because like in the pr- prior to it kicking off because he's yes. such a loser and – not confident like when he's at his job and he has to be manager for the day and there's like zero confidence there. But he's the epitome of once a crisis happens, he's fucking in. He's in it. Yeah. And also he's like the dumb <laughs> the dumb but stubborn and confident character is yes. one of my all-time favorites. Sure, yes, of course. Yeah. Just he's like he's like he's like he's not smart, but he's like I know the plan and I've got a plan and everyone else needs to stick to the plan and yeah. any questions about the plan will not be heard yep. <laughs> will not be acknowledged. Until later when I realise yeah. I should have acknowledged that because now those problems have arisen. Yes. 
I loved that too is the, yeah, the dumb stubbornness of like we're going to the Winchester, like to the mm. pub and everything will be fine there. And then as soon as they get there, he's like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so real. And he's like, like whoops. <laughs> yeah, that is how a real person would be. Yeah. Not everyone's John Wick. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh, can we talk about the Don't Stop Me Now sequence? Yes. Ah. Uh, it I mean, it's just amazing. It's so fun. It's so silly. Don't stop me now. And they're hitting it in the time, time of the music. It's just joyous. I wonder if they hired a choreographer. That'd be so cute. <laughs> it would have been so hard not to laugh during that scene. I bet they did. So many scenes where it's like just – I do like to zoom out and just imagine it's like these are extras that have been hired for the day as the zombies. So true. Just having to like so down the street. <laughs> And then they go cut and they all stand up well, and get a coffee. Well, the funniest shit is happening around them too. Like yeah. the funniest movie ever is being made. <laughs> like Nick taking a, Ed taking a call for the weed, right? another weed call when yes. they're right outside the Winchester. The pub, he sits down. He sits down. He's so funny in this. He is great. He really shone in this. Yes, I agree. Was there anything you didn't like about the film? Oh, the early 2000s fashion. Oof. I – that – even in, yes, even in the zombie apocalypse, I'm like, this isn't cute. No, the low rise jeans, the low rise jeans, horizontal striped tops, yep. scarves for no reason, yes. j- tiny jackets that are so, so far away from jackets. the low rise jeans. It doesn't make any sense. Such cold, cold torsos. Yes. Yeah. Why? What did you think of um, of his girlfriend, her character in herself? I really liked her. Yeah. Yeah. I think I wanted to see more of her and a bit more of her story. Me too, actually. She was a bit just the girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I but again, this, movie, too this much. movie was 90 minutes long and I like I like oh, that. Yes. And what did you think of Dawn, the friend? The other, I guess. <laughs> she was funny. She was funny. She was funny. When she did the acting with the <laughs> – that's when her skills came into play. Yeah, she was cute. That was cute how like every point in the movie someone's skills came into play. True. Someone shone. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe my fainting goat. Maybe that will help. Strategy. <laughs> on on purpose on strategy. On purpose will c- c- come in handy during the zombie know. apocalypse. Exactly. Maybe there'll be zombies where once you're on the ground – motionless they can't see you yeah in which case fainting goat would come in so handy so handy and i would be the first to do it <laughs> you would and so i would be like the guinea pig you would be the pioneer if anything <laughs> <laughs> quick shout out to the wrap up at the end of how they like it was a happy ending even though it was a zombie movie i like that they showed us how zombies have integrated into society yes <laughs> All that kind of like, love that fake world building of like this is how society is now after this thing, and it was only that one day that was really bad. Yeah, which That's is really so interesting. Funny, but and also like I do like that because the oh, every zombie movie ends the same. Like, and the world's been taken over, and there's not much you can do about it. Yes, yeah. you just have to survive. Yeah. Whereas this was like, no, actually, it wasn't that bad. We're back to normal. We lost a few good ones, but. We have zombies now and yeah. they're our pets. <laughs> like Ed's still playing PlayStation and stuff. In, in the, the shed. shed. Which is kind of like weirdly reminiscent of the pandemic in a weird way because like, of course awful things. Oh, true. So many people died. Yeah. Horrific. We were trapped inside. It was very hard for our mental health. But some of it, we were just watching a lot of TV. We were just watching TV and playing games. Just doing workouts in our living room. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't what I imagined the pandemic. The I imagined apocalypse us. to be like. 
cowering in the corner with a blanket around my children that I would have magically had and been like, no, please. With no electricity, obviously. Yes, COVID, <laughs> don't take the kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> also a quick shout out to right at the end where they're living together. He comes and sits down and he's like, what's the plan for today? And she maps out what I think is just the perfect fucking Sunday what plan. She map out? It just sounded so nice and sweet. And she's like, well, just a going to make a cuppa. We'll go get the Sundays, which I think is the newspaper. Uh, we'll read the Sundays and then I'll pop a roast on and then we'll go down to the Winchester, get a bit like a bit buzzed down there and then we'll just wander home and watch a movie. That is – That's a perfect day. That's a perfect fucking Sunday. That's a great Sunday. Oh, so yeah. Just to shout that out too. I'm going to do that this Sunday. Yeah, if you are strapped for Sunday plans, mm. there's your inspo right Cuppa, there. Cuppa, Sunday papers, a little bit of a roast lunch. Yeah. Go get sloshed at the pub and wander home. Yes. Ugh. Mm. Love it. Yum. All, All right. right. Well, Alexia, I have some questions for you. Yes. Number one, did this movie make you horny in any way? This movie made me horny for transition sequences. So, nice. yes. Yeah, movie yes. horny in this one, definitely. I don't, I don't want to, like, sleep with anyone that's, that's in no, it. I'm not no, particularly. No, no. Simon Pegg didn't have the edge mm. that he had in Hot Fuzz. Yes. But that's on purpose. He's completely capable, like, competence porn in Hot Fuzz and mm-hmm. in this he's kind of the opposite. But, yeah, transition sequence is horny. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think the same. This movie definitely didn't give me the horns for mm. any, even the romantic bit at the end. I was yeah. like, good for you. Yeah, I'm just happy for them. Yeah. I don't want to get in on that. That's, that's theirs. Yeah. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> Would you recommend this movie on a date? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think it is beautiful for a date. Yeah. Good amount of time too. Yeah, perfect. Mm. And ratings. <sighs> How many vinyls used as weapons out of five do you give this film? Okay, I give this a four. Mm-hmm. Four like all-time original press. Great. No, three all-time original press and mm-hmm. then one – you were like, I'll give this a go. Mm-hmm. So not like, not a hard four, soft four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like a great afternoon of listening. Yeah. I loved it. It's not like the best movie I've ever seen, but it was a great time and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm going to give it a five. Whoa. I, again, I can't, I can't think of anything to take away from it. And I watched it. I was meant to watch it with Luke, but he ended up having to work. So I watched it by myself, but I'm going to make him watch it again with me this weekend. Like I, yes. I think I've definitely found a new life for this film and it might be like one of my favourites <gasps> soon. You're going to do Cinema Luke into it. Mm-hmm. Ah! He's never seen it. Or Hot Fuzz. Oh, my God. He's in for a treat. Yeah. God, he's lucky to have you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I say that like he says he's not. No, he knows. He knows. <laughs> All um, right. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Uh, when we do World's End. Yes. And wrap up this Cornetto trilogy. Yes. In the meantime, though, don't forget we got merch. Mm. Give us a five-star review, Mm. please, and let us know in your review what movie a dude has told you to see. We'll review that shit for you. Especially if you you saw it and you liked it. That's kind of the angle we're at right now for a little while. Please, (laughs) please. And we, of course, have subscription gold class available on Patreon, Apple, and Spotify. Links are in the show notes for all of those. Please join up. Beck needs to pay back this Taylor (laughs) Swift ticket. Eat it. (laughs) All right. Mm. Alexia. My love. Our dear listener. Kumite to you. And a committee to you in yours. I feel alive. And the world. I'm turning inside.